You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are going to have a powerful message, I believe, from one of our campus missionaries who is Raywell. Raywell, when I met him before, he was just a student. And I have seen how this man grow up to become a man, all right? This person, if, if you've seen him, if you talk to him, sometimes uh, appearances can be deceiving. Pero you will know once you speak to this person, his heart for the next generation, kung paano niya mahal ang Panginoon. And I hope that as we hear from the preaching of the word that comes from this man's mouth, I hope that we ourselves will be challenged sa faithfulness ng taong to. Alright, so with that, can we give Raywell, one of our campus missionaries, a round of applause. Thank you, Pastor Francis. Alright, again, magandang hapon po. Like what Pastor Francis said, again, my name is Raywell Kanda. I'm actually the campus director here in Las Piñas. Campus director, ako po yung nag-oversee ng campus ministry natin. Everything that's happening sa campus ministry po natin dito sa, sa Las Piñas. Alright, so papakilala ko lang po, family ko. Sila po yung parents namin, uh, si Pastor Ernie. Tsaka si Tita Baby. Ayan, si Mami tsaka si Daddy. They are from Victory Santa Rosa. Ito naman po, si Kuya, Pastor Edre Ganda, tsaka si Ate Tin. Yes, pastor po pareho yung tatay ko tsaka kapatid ko. Si Kuya po, youth pastor natin sa Victory Alabang. So all of us, we are full-time missionaries. Maliban po kay Ate Tin, tsaka kay Mami. Si Mami po nasa bahay lang. Si Ate Tin may ibang work. Bago ko po ginawa tong message na to, sabihin ko lang din po na marami pong input si dad dito. Kaya po, yung pagsasabihin natin yung tukol sa parents, may mga input po siya doon. So hindi lang po lahat to galing sa akin. Si Gian, girlfriend ko po. Tapos ito po yung, yung team namin. Dito sa Every Nation Campus Las Piñas, ito po si Francis. Isa po sa campus missionaries natin, si Lenny. Tapos si Pastor Francis po, if hindi nyo po alam, dati rin po siyang campus missionary. Tapos ito po ako. Uh, ito po yung nagkaroon kami ng ordination tsaka induction sa fort. So alright, beyond. This is what we're gonna talk about. Beyond kung ano man po yung season natin ngayon. Beyond that. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about myself. Nung bata po po ako, as in bata, gusto ko maging professional basketball player. Pero growing up, Nakikita ko po, sobrang pagdating ko ng college, ang lalaki na nitong mga estudyante. <laughs> Hindi naman po ako katangkaran pagdating po sa basketball. So, ayo quit na ako. First course ko is Multimedia Arts sa STI Las Piñas. So, I wanted to be a, a graphic designer. Pero nag-shift ako. Naging mascom po ako sa Perpetua Las Piñas naman. Tinapos ko na yung mascom doon. And I really wanted to be a director someday. Yun po yung gusto kong mangyayari. Talagang kinarear ko every time yung subject namin, film, every time gagawa kami ng mga videos or film, ganyan. Talagang kinakarear ko. Pero iba po yung plan ni God. Pero naging director pa na rin mo po ako. Again, sabi ko nga po sa inyo, campus director ako dito sa, sa Las Piñas. Lahat po tayo, meron tayong dreams. Meron tayong pangarap ng mga bata po tayo. Meron tayong bagay na iniisip na ito yung gusto ko. Paglaki ko. Yung iba po gusto maging police, yung iba gusto maging astronaut, may gusto po maging ninja. Marami po, maraming bagay po yung gusto natin nung bata tayo. Pero how many of our dreams is yun pa rin po yung nasa isip natin ngayon. Yun pa rin po yung pangarap natin ngayon. And how many of our dreams will have an impact 
beyond our lifetime? How many of our dreams will benefit more people than ourselves or our family? Meron po isang tao whose dream went beyond his generation. We're going to talk about his multi-generational faith. We're going to read from Hebrews, but before we read that verse, po, Hebrews 11 is what the people call the Hall of Faith. Hall of Fame, this is like the Hall of Fame, you know, in basketball, Hall of Fame is these are the players who did something big dun sa game. Kaya talaga nakilala sila who changed the game. Kaya po sila na napunta sa Hall of Fame. So ito po yung Hall of Fame, Hall of Faith, these are the people who showed faith na sobrang tinding faith. These are the Moses, the Abrahams, you know. And ito po, pag-uusapan natin ngayon si Joseph. So Hebrews 11, verse 22, basahin po natin together. By faith, Joseph at the end of his life made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. Let's pray. God, thank you God for this day. Lord, we pray, Lord, that whatever it is, Lord, that you want us to hear, whatever it is that you want us to, God, Lord, we pray that we take it by heart. In your name we pray, amen and amen. Ito pong nangyaring to, nilagay sa Hall of Faith. Pero bakit po ito yung nakalagay? Kasi ang dami naman pong ginawa niya eh. Ang dami pong ginawa ni Joseph. Ang dami po niyang ginawa na nag-exemplify siya ng matinding faith. He had faith when he saw a vision from God that his brothers will bow down before him. So imagine niyo po, di ba? Bago tayo nag-start ng service, nag-group po tayo together, nag-pray for one another. Imagine niyo po kung kasama niyo yung kapatid niyong bata ngayon. Sabi sa inyo, Kuis, Ito gusto ko, uh, ito pag-pray mo sa akin. Luluhod kayo sa harap ko. Imagine niyo po, ganun yung, yung bata. So, Joseph had faith in that kasi po yun yung nakita niyang vision from God. Nainis na po sa kanya yung mga kasama niya, binenta na po siya sa iba hanggang mapunta na po siya sa bahay ni Potiphar. He had faith, nagkaroon po siya ng favor doon. Tapos nung inaakit na po siya ng asawa ni Potiphar, he had faith to resist the temptation. Tapos ginawan po siya ng storya. Hanggang sa nakulong po siya, sabi, ni-rape daw siya. Pinagsamantalahan si yung asawa ni Potiphar, pero hindi naman po talaga nangyari yun. He had faith na kahit nakulong siya, may faith pa rin siya kay God. He also had favor dun sa, dun sa kulungan. May mga na-meet siya na dating tauhan ni, ni Pharaoh. Tapos nung nalaman nila na nanaginip na si Pharaoh, wala makapag-interpret. Naalala nila si Joseph kasi in-interpret niya yung panaginip ng dalawang kasama niya sa, sa kulungan. Tapos naalala nila, ay... Nung nakalain na isa, si Joseph, may kakilala po ako sa, sa kulungan, si Joseph. Ayan, he had faith na mag-interpret nung panaginip ni Pharaoh. Kaya po, kinuha siya ni Pharaoh para gawing isang mataas na official sa Egypt. So yun po yung story ni Joseph the Dreamer. In Genesis 50, 24-26, Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Ito po yung last verses ng book of Genesis. And mostly, pag nakikita natin, malapit na matapos yung binabasa nating book. Ay, malapit na matapos. Lalo na sa Bible. Malapit na matapos. Sige, daanan ko na lang to para makapunta ako na susunod na, susunod na book, which is Exodus. So, Marami po sa atin, hindi po natin alam yung significance nitong nangyari po no, na, nung namatay si, si, si Joseph. Many, many years later, bilanggit po ulito yung tungkol dun sa pagkamatay ni Joseph and dun sa bones niya in Hebrews 11. Yun po yung binasa natin kanina. So ano nangyayari? 
Nagpa-pop up lang tong story, itong account na to sa different parts of the Bible. Kumbaga para siyang Easter egg. Mahilig po sa yung mga movies na nagbabanggit na from other movies, binabanggit nila doon. Yun po yung tawag doon sa Easter egg po yung tawag doon. So ito po yung nangyayari. From different books, binabanggit to. Itong nangyaring to. In Exodus 13, sabi po dito, ito yung mga Jews, mga Israelites, tumaka sila from Egypt. Kasi po, if naalala nyo po yung story ni Moses, ito po yung time na umalis na sila, dumaan sila sa Red Sea kasi naging slave yung mga mga Israelites. Dahil before po, kinuha po sila ni Joseph nung mataas yung position ni Joseph dahil magkakaroon ng famine. So, nakikita ng mga Egyptians na tumataas na yung numbers ng mga, mga Israelites. Pag in-overthrow nila tayo, lago tayo dito. So gagawin natin silang slave. Hundreds of years yung pagitan po nun. Tapos ito na po yung nangyari. Sila Moses naman, nakatawid na sila sa Red Sea. Sila sabi nila, we're free! Ligtas na tayo from the Egyptians. Ligtas na tayo. Malaya na tayo. Biglang babanggitin, ay teka, yung buto ni Joseph. Hanapin nyo yung buto ni Joseph. Natawid ba natin? Nadala ba natin yung buto ni Joseph? So ganun po yung importance sa kanila, nung buto ni Joseph. Joseph was thinking generationally. Generations after generations, he was being talked about. His life was being talked about. What he did before was being talked about. Even though he was not the first recipient of the promise, na mapupuntang promise land ang mga Israelites, pero aning naging difference? He had faith in that promise. He was always mentioning that promise. He made mention yung sa promise ni God sa kanila. He made mention. Hindi lang po yung promise, but even God's goodness, God's greatness, God's grace. Yan po yung palagi niyang minimension sa mga tao niya. Yun po yung napapasa. Doon po nila nakilala si Joseph. So hundreds of years before it happened, Joseph mentioned that the Israelites will one day be in the promised land. So yung mga kapatid ni Joseph, yung mga anak niya, yung mga pamangkin niya, hindi man naiintindihan kung ano yung sinasabi ni Joseph kasi aalis tayo dito. Eh ang ganda-ganda po nung panahon na yon sa Egypt. May famine sa mga pinanggalingan nila. Sa Egypt talagang nagpa-prosper, fruitful. So, teka, ina, sinasabi mo na aalis tayo dito? Eh, ang ganda-ganda ng buhay natin dito. Kumbaga tinatanong nila si Joseph, bakit natin kailangan umalis? Bakit tayo aalis ng Egypt? Eh, ang sarap-sarap ng buhay dito. Sabi po ni Joseph, advance ako mag-isip, kindle the next generation to have a vision of their destiny. Again, Egypt was prosperous, pero hindi sinabi ni Joseph na magsistay tayo dito. Kahit anong mangyari, dito tayo magsistay, dito tayo forever. Joseph was recalling the promise. He was recalling the past. Yung promise ni God that mapupunta kayo sa promised land. So ito po yung tanong, are we making mention of the great future that the next generation has? Whenever nakakakausap tayo ng mga bata, nakakakausap tayo ng next generation, nakakausap natin yung mga tambay sa labas ng bahay natin, yung mga naglalarong bata doon, are we making mention of the great future that they have as the previous generation? Are we speaking life to the next generation? Every promise that we receive, every vision that we got, we should dream for our children. Most of us, we're gonna have a family someday. Most of us. Let's dream for them. For those of us who has may, may family na ngayon, let's dream for our children. Meron kaming friend. Bata pa po siya. Di ba po may mga magulang na, alam mo, ang pogi-pogi mo, ang gwapo-gwapo mo. May mga magulang po na ganun kahit alam nilang hindi naman, you know. Pero ito po yung sinasabi ng, ng tatay niya sa kanya. Anak, alam mo, napaka-charming mo. Napaka-bubbly mo. Ang galing mo makipag-usap sa tao. So yun yung palaging sinasabi ng tatay niya sa kanya. His father may dream para dun sa anak niya. 
nililift up niya yung anak niya. Kahit hindi niya sabihin, anak, ang gwapo mo. Pero sinabi, ang charming mo. That child grew up to be a, a vice president ng isang business company na pag nawala siya, masisira yung buong kumpanya. Ganun siya ka-importante dun sa company yun. And I remember my dad, sinasabi niya kay kuya, inaas niya si kuya, anak, gusto mo ba maging pastor? Sinasabi din naman ni kuya, uh, ayoko po. <laughs> ayoko po mag-full mag time. Tapos sinatanong pa rin ni dad after mga paulit-ulit, anak, ano, gusto mo maging pastor? Iisa sagot ni kuya, ayaw niya. He doesn't want to be a pastor. He doesn't want to go full time. My dad's prayer was for, for the both of us, na Lord, regardless kung ano man maging trabaho nila, Lord, we pray, Lord, na mag-serve sila sa inyo. Lord, regardless kung saan man sila pumasok, kung ano mang career yung i-person nila, God, Lord, nananalangin ako, Panginoon, na mag-serve sila sa'yo. Pero alam naman po natin na pinakilala ko nga po kanina, pareho kaming full-time. Pareho pa rin kaming nagsaserve. Yung father ko po, meron po siyang dream for us. Pero ito yung tanong din, is it about my dreams? Or is it about God's purpose? Is it about our dreams for the next generation? Is it about our dreams na dapat ito yung mangyari sa'yo? Dapat ito kunin mo. Dapat ganito ka. Dapat makatapos ka ng ganito. Or is it about God's purpose sa buhay nila na anak, kahit anong mangyari, naniniwala ako na maibibless ka ni God. Kahit anong kunin mo, kahit anong gawin mong work, naniniwala ako at nagtitiwala ako sa Panginoon na may purpose siya sa buhay niyo. Magde-decide po tayo kung ito lang ba yung dream ko para sa'yo o yung purpose ni God para sa'yo. Kasi what if our dreams hindi po mangyari? What if the things that we want the most, hindi natin makuha? Paano kung hindi po talaga mangyari, pero ma-fulfill natin yung promise ni God? Yung purpose ni God? Is that enough? Sinasabi po nila, answering God's goal requires sacrifice. Well, you know, it's true. Because you will sacrifice whatever you will is for His will. And we know the sacrifice is an act of giving up something valuable for something more valuable. So Lord, itong dreams ko, Etong pangarap ko, Lord, I'm willing to sacrifice this for your purpose. Because Lord, your purpose and your will is more valuable. It says in Psalms 37 verse 4, Delight yourselves in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. If we delight ourselves in the Lord, Siya yung magbibigay ng i-desire natin. Kasi po, di ba, pag sinasabi natin, Lord, magtitiwala ako sa'yo. Panginoon, magpupuri ako sa'yo. Gagawin ko lahat. Pero Lord, bigay mo tong gusto ko. So, is it again about our dreams? About our will? Or is it about God's purpose? Whatever the desire is from the Lord, kung ano po yung marireceive natin from, from God Himself, yun po yung magiging direction natin sa buhay. Yun po yung dapat habulin natin. Because God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect. All of our instruction, dun sa mga next generation natin, to them should lead to that direction. So yung instruction, again, Hebrews 11.22, gave directions concerning his bones. Sinabi niya kung ano yung mga dapat gawin dun sa, sa buto niya. So Joseph was basically directing, he was instructing his next generation on what to do dun sa mga buto niya. Teach the next generation the principles concerning their destiny. So anong instructions are we giving the next generation? Are we pointing them somewhere where they will flourish? Or somewhere na makakaramdam sila ng lunod, masasakal sila, mahihirapan. Are we pointing them somewhere na sinasabi natin, anak, alam ko kaya mo to, you're, you're skillful enough, nagtitiwala ako, kung ito yung gusto mo, tara, susuportahan kita. Or are we saying na wala akong pakialam sa gusto mo, basta ito yung gusto ko, dito ka. Where are we? Dun sa position na yun. 
how can we instruct them when we don't read the instruction manual, which is the Bible? Yung, kumbaga, puro opinion lang yung natuturo natin dun sa next generation. Tita ko, makapal mag-makeup. Dati. As in, makapal mag-makeup. So, yun, nagagalit yung, yung lolo ko na sinasabi, ano ba yan? Ang kapal-kapal ng makeup mo. Tanggalin mo nga yan. Gusto niyang sabihin, simplicity is beauty. Yun po yung gusto niyang sabihin, ha? Alam mo yan, ang kapal-kapal ng makeup mo. Tanggalin mo nga yan. Di ba alam mo naman, simplicity is the best policy? <laughs> so, ano-ano na lang din po yung nasasabi. Meron pa po akong isang naging friend nung college. Sobrang sad nung narinig ko sa kanya to. Sabi niya, Kasi napansin niya po, friendly po kasi ako nung college eh. Tinatanong niya, ba't ang dami ko kaibigan? Eh, wala, ganun talaga. Gusto ko makipag-friend sa kanila. Tapos ang sabi niya po sa akin, ako kasi ang turo sa akin ng nanay ko, huwag ako makikipagkaibigan sa taong wala akong makukuha. Ah, okay. Ang sad nung state na yun na, so inisip ko, ah, may makukuha ka ba sa akin? Pero ang sad nung, ang sad nung state na yun na, kung wala akong makukuha sa'yo, wala akong pakialam sa'yo. Sa mabong example, Pag sinasabi sa atin ng, ng mundo, basta mahal mo, go, pakasalan mo. E paano kung lima po yung mahal niya? So lima rin po papakasalan niya. Pero yun nga, how, how should we teach them? According to the word. Pero how would we know if we do not read the word? Teach the next generation yourselves. Tayo po yung mismo magtuturo sa next generation. Kami po, galing po kami sa ibang congregation. Naging tanong ko rin po sa sarili ko to, and even si dad ko po, naging tanong niya, bakit ang daming anak ng pastor na salbahe? Naging tanong ko po yun sa sarili ko kasi ganun po ako. Bakit salbahe ako? Itatay e, ko nga pastor. Bakit ang daming anak ng pastor na salbahe? Gayun, mabait naman yung parents nila, pero po nung narealize niya na marami pong pastor din or mga full-time na wala ng time for the family. Puro ministry na lang. Nauuna na po yung ministry. And I'm thankful for our movement kasi we value family. I'm so thankful for my dad because even though he was a full-time pastor, vina-value pa rin niya kami. Mas inuuna niya kami. And si Pastor Sunny po, dati po madalas ako matulog sa kanila pang limang anak po nila ako eh, kasi po tropa ko yung mga anak nila. Nakita ko po yung value niya sa family. Nakita ko po yung value niya dun sa apat na anak niya na lalaki. Oh, wala lang po siya anak na babae. Yung value niya na, na, dun sa apat na friends ko po. So na-appreciate ko po talaga if a full-time minister inuna yung family more than ministry. So by the way, mga mga anak po, yung mga next generation, tayo po bilang anak, wag po tayong maging OA, mag-overreact, pag overacting, wala. Pag napapagalitan tayo dahil minsan pag napapagalitan tayo, iniisip natin, eh, kinokontrol ako niyan. Independent ako. I can live on my own. I'm 12 years old. Pero, wag po tayo maging okay kasi po minsan, they just want to protect us. They just want the best for us. Para mabalance ko lang din po, ah. teach the next generation to look at the bright side. Marami po nangyayari dito sa atin na parang medyo negative tingnan, pero there's always a bright side. Diba po ba? Isipin natin, wala kami sariling bahay, ang tagal-tagal na. Pero isipin po natin, pag nagsawa kayo sa bahay nyo yun, pwede kayo mag-move out, pwede kayo maghanap ng isang mas magandang place. Of course, maganda pa rin naman po pag may sariling bahay. Pero ito po yung bright side ng, ng nag-rent ka lang. Naalala ko po, college ako, tumira kami sa likod din ng perpetual. Break time, umuwi po ako sa bahay para matulog. Lunch time, umuwi ako sa bahay para kumain. So, it's the bright side of... Pag napatira po kami doon nang wala kaming sariling bahay. Sabaw po, if wala kayong sasakyan, wala tayong sasakyan, marami po kayong pwedeng sakyan, pwede pa kayong matulog, 
may sarili pa kayong driver, minsan gusto nyo aircon, kung gusto nyo fresh air, well, wala po palang fresh air dito, pero kung gusto nyo aircon, pwede po, imagine niyo pag CR na CR na kayo, pero nasa loob kayo ng sasakyan, tapos sobrang traffic, tapos lahat ng establishment, full parking, pero hindi nyo na kaya. Ang hira po. Pero pag nagko-commute ka, pwede ka bumaba, CR, sakay ka na lang ulit. So may mga bright side po talaga na pwede mangyari. Pero ito po, allow other godly people to teach your children. Nung napunta po kami ng, ng Victory, na-realize po ni Dad na kailangan namin ng Victory Group. Kami po, kaming magkapatid, kailangan namin ng Victory Group to really help us grow. Kailangan po namin ng mga tao who will lead us. Kailangan po namin ng, ng tao yung makakakonek po sa amin. Kasi po, sobrang layo ng gap namin ng parents namin. So, na-realize din po ng magulang namin yon Kaya, they connected us to people who are near our age. Si Kuya po, naging iba yung sigla niya. Naging mainit sa Lord. Tagal na po namin sa church, pero parang walang, walang nag, nagiging difference sa amin dun sa ibang Christians. Pero po, nung naging part talaga kami ng group na... We are with people who has a fire, may puso po rin para sa Panginoon, nakuha po namin yung pusong yun. Being a part of the next generation, kilangan po talaga namin, natin, yung mga anak po, ng tao na mag help sa atin. Kilangan po natin ng mga mentors. Kilangan po natin yung taong may iiwan sa atin. Yung may legacy na iiwan sa atin. Legacy. Be a part of the destiny of the next generations. Maging parte po tayo. I'm, I'm talking to the now generation, the previous generation. Maging part po tayo ng destiny ng next generation. Regardless if that's your son, your daughter, your nephew, your niece, kapitbahay mo, kaibigan mong sobrang bata, regardless, be a part of their destiny. They will need humility. Pag nagkakamali, di ba po, uh, mahirap mag-sorry. Pag nagkakamali, lalo na po, sa magulang, ang hirap daw po, Mag-sorry pag ikaw yung magulang, magsasorry ka dun sa anak mo. Pero po yun po yung hinahanap din nila. Kasi po may hirapan din sila mag-sorry sa mga tao if hindi po nila nakikita sa bahay. May hirapan po sila mag-sorry sa mga tao kung may magawan man sila if hindi po nila nakikita sa bahay yung humility. They also need to be forgiving. One of the widest open doors, if not the widest, for Satan to enter one's life is unforgiveness. If there are things that we are still holding on to, I'm not gonna forgive you kahit anong mangyari. Nasaktan mo ko, may ginawa ka sa amin, I'm not gonna forgive you. Yun ang pinaka-widest door na pwedeng pasukin ng enemy. Dapat po mabilis din tayo magpatawad. Sa mga pagkakataon na nagkakasala po yung mga anak natin, mga anak nyo, masakit po sa isang anak masabihan ng, kunyari po, magkakwento tayo sa magulang natin. Tapos nagalit sila, hindi mo na ako binigyan ng kahihiyan. Ano nalang sasabihin sa akin ng mga kaibigan ko pag nalaman, ganyang klaseng anak meron ako. Masakit po for us, as children, as a child, as anak, na makitang ganun. Kasi po naisip namin, mas mahalaga pa pala yung pangalan nyo kesa sa relationship natin. I hope na hindi po tayo dumating sa ganung point. Why not always tell them, anak, Alam mo, pag nakagawa ka ng, ng mali, ganito ah, sabi mo sa akin, pag-usapan natin. Magkaroon po tayo ng heart-to-heart talk with them. In that way po, mas mabilis sila mag-open up, mas magiging maganda po yung relationship natin, mas mag-guide po natin sila, magiging okay po. They need to know their worth before God. Value them above yourself. Kasi po, if hindi po nila makita yung worth na yon sa bahay, hahanapin po nila yun sa labas. At ang labas po, ang world po, they're also fighting for your kid. 
So we should fight back yung relationship na yun. Fight the world for the future of your children. May labanan po talagang mangyayari. We all know that. Na pag na-miss nila yung relationship with the parents, ibang relationship na yung nahanap nila. And alam din naman po natin na pag napalayo talaga sila sa mga bagay na kung nasan dapat sila, worse and worse and worse po yung mga nangyayari. Let me leave you with this question. What legacy are we leaving behind? Anong klase pong legacy yung naiiwan natin sa next generation? Regardless if, again, anak, pamangkin, whoever, basta next generation. Pag tinatanong po yung anak natin tungkol sa atin, sobrang sarap po mapahinggan as si Papa. Paglaki ko, gusto ko maging katulad niya. As si Mama, pag ako mag-aasawa, gusto ko katulad niya. Instead of, ayoko dito sa pamilya ko. Hirap na hirap ako dito. Pwede nga lang umalis, alis na ako eh. What legacy are we leaving behind as we prepare for the next generation? Telling and showing them that they have to pass on what we have instructed them. The way that we have trained them, us being apart will not stop even until the nth generation, the ninth generation, what we pass, yun po yung ipapasa nila. So isipin po natin, kaya ba ito yung napapasa ko sa mga anak ko? Kung hindi naman po okay yun, baka ito yung naipasa sa akin ng mga magulang ko nun. It can stop now. We can have a great relationship with the next generation, with your son, with your daughter, our kids. They're looking at us. They're looking up to us. In the same way, that a man did something so great 2,000 years ago na hanggang ngayon, ramdam na ramdam na ramdam na ramdam pa natin yung ginawa niya. Jesus lived and believed beyond His years. He stared on the cross. He wasn't just thinking about the people during that time. He was thinking about us. He was thinking about you. He was thinking about your children and their future children. Jesus was thinking about all of us. This is the kind of love that He has for us. That no matter where we are, no matter who we are, no matter what we've done in the past, sinasabi niya pa rin, I love you. And I'm gonna die for you. I'm gonna give you a new life. Same way po, sa mga anak natin, regardless, kung anong magawa mo, regardless, kung maging sino ka man, mamahalin pa rin kita dahil anak kita. And for the younger generation, regardless, kung ano yung magawa natin or ano yung magawa ng magulang natin, because of God's grace, we can love them wholeheartedly. Joseph was making mention again of God's greatness in their life. Buhay nila noon, buhay na future genera- generations at yung buhay natin yon. Joseph was making mention of the greatness and the goodness of God's grace. Yun po yung pinaka picture natin of love. Yung pagmamahal ni God sa atin. So why don't we do this? Let's all close our eyes. We're gonna pray. If you are the next generation, if you are a child, a student, a son, a daughter, why don't you just lift up your hands and I'm gonna pray for you. 
God, you see our hands. Lord, lahat kami anak. Panginoon, lahat kami may pinagdadaanan. Panginoon, lahat kami may iba't ibang issue din with, with our parents. Pero Lord, thank you na minahal mo kami so we can love them. God, thank you that you're gonna give us the strength to make an effort to be closer to them. God, thank you that you're, you're giving us strength to make an effort to understand them. God, thank you for dying for us. Lord, salamat, Lord, sa mga magulang namin, God. Lord, salamat sa lakas na binibigay mo, Lord. Gusto namin talaga silang mahalin, Panginoon. Lord, kung nahihirapan man kami mag-I love you sa kanila, bigyan mo kami, Panginoon, ng lakas. Mamayang gabi, pag-uwi namin, kakasama namin ngayon, sasabihin namin, Ma, I love you. Pa, I love you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.